Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. What have you done today to make you feel proud? That's the earwig of the day uh, from Heather Smalls. What have you done today to make you feel proud? Uh, former lead singer of uh, M People. Love her. I am Corel. This is the Corel cast. It is Monday in the middle of October. Welcome. And who knew you were waking up in the middle of a war? But you are. Uh, they are calling it Woke War 3 uh, on Twitter. And we are going to talk about that. Also, we got a lot to talk about here today. I got notes. We're going to do a segment called Ask Me. I used to give out relationship advice and all kinds of advice. And I was reminded of that recently, that it used to be a very big segment on KGO when I did it. So I'm going to do it again. And if you want me to answer one of your questions, all you have to do is send an email to askme, A-S-K-M-E, askme, at reallycorel.com. That's askme, A-S-K-M-E, at R-E-A-L-L-Y-K-A-R-E-L dot com, and I will answer your question on air if I want to. So we're going to talk about Woke War Three, the A in the USA, what it really stands for, uh, and all of it relates to the Woke War Three. really. Uh, my shows often have themes. So let's jump right into it. On Twitter right now, the uh, right is screaming about Woke War Three. Uh, we've got Kanye West buying Parler. Now we have Elon Musk owning Twitter. He's a Putin-loving, Trump-supporting billionaire. Now we have Kanye West, a anti-Semitic, anti-woman, anti-gay, uh, everything but anti-mame, uh, owning Parler. Uh, now you may think that inconsequential because you don't use, let's say, Parler. Uh, you may not use Twitter, and you might think, oh, it's no big deal. It's a big deal who controls your speech because remember last week's conversation. Media is not the problem. Twitter is media. Parlor is media. Media is simply the method of communicating and influencing a large amount of people. That's what media is, the method of communicating. So Parlor is the method. The, the communicator, the message, that's Kanye and, and people that would buy into him. Elon Musk, people that would buy into him. Media is not the problem. The owners of media, that's the problem. The people that shape media, that's the problem. As Fox News is about to merge with News Corp, a big deal, a big Fox merger. And so now we have this woke war three happening, as they say. Uh, and I just wanted to start with the stupidity of it, uh, because woke war three would imply that there was a woke war two. Now, I would assume they would mean that is the war against the Nazis. Therefore, they're kind of implying that if you're woke, you hate Nazis. I mean, that's what the whole Woke War Three. Their this is their alliteration, and because they don't have the brains God gave them, and I don't even believe in God, they believe that Woke War Three is some kind of ooh yeah look. They don't even realize that that would mean that Woke War II would have been the fight against the Nazis, making them the Nazis. So uh, that's how stupid they are. Uh, but I am happily a, a member of Woke War Three. if that is going on. I'm happy to be woke. I am so glad that I look at someone and judge them not by the color of their skin or their sexual orientation 
or any of that. Their nationality, their obesity. I do judge them by their obesity. I'm sorry. I am a fat judger. I am. If you're fat, I judge you. And what I judge you as is unhealthy. Now, I don't judge you anything negative. I don't judge you as a slob or as a, you know, glutton or anything like that. I judge you as unhealthy. And then that makes me feel badly. I'm like, oh, they're fat. They're unhealthy. The poor thing. And that's really what I feel when I see a large, I mean a large person, 300 plus, you know, pounds. I just feel bad because I was one. And, and I know how they feel. I know life isn't fun for them. Shopping isn't fun for them. I know that nothing about their body is fun for them. No matter how much they're into the... I don't, Lizzo, I love you, Lizzo. I love you. I adore you, Lizzo. And I know that you have made a career now of telling big girls that being a big girl is fun. Fun for them. And it might be fun for you. You have money. You have designers. You have a platform. And you can clap back at the haters. But it's not fun for most women your size. So I would just like to say that to you, Lizzo. Not that you listen. But maybe being a big fat person is fun for you. But it's not fun for a lot of people. And for a lot of people, maybe not you, but for a lot of people, it leads to high blood pressure, diabetes, all kinds of negative repercussions on their life. It is not something to celebrate. I disagree with her on this. I do not mean to sound like a hater, but being fat is not something to accept or to celebrate. It is a medical condition like any other medical condition, and you and your doctor should deal with how fat you should be. If you can be Lizzo fat and be healthy, good for you. Good for you. I don't think you can be, but if you can be, you can be. So, and that's part of woke war, right? The woke except, you know, see, the woke can go too far. You know, accepting unhealthy people is not woke. That's stupid. And I will agree that the woke, quote unquote, movement goes a bit far for me. I'm a bit puzzled by some of the things that people say and do as part of this woke movement. Because they're almost on a left-leaning anarchy. Like you got to accept everything and that everything is okay. Well, no, you don't. No, it isn't. But I was talking with some lovely vegans in the park yesterday. I hope that they enter my social circle. They were nice people with dogs. Uh, and I told them something that I have long told you, which is that the A in USA is not for accident. Okay, we... We wake up every day and we hear the news, Kanye buying parlor or this, that, or the other thing. And we hear things that are going to affect our lives coming out of Washington, coming out of your state house, just coming off your news about the situations in life. And we act like all of that is just happening randomly. Let me tell you, very few things happen in America at random when a corporation, money, or politics, meaning power, is involved. There's very little random in that. So very little hap happens by chance. For instance, only idiots would participate in something called Wo Woke War 3, knowing that they are 
by their na very nature, calling themselves Nazis to begin with. Only idiots would do that. Only an idiot would vote for the GOP right now. Only an actual mentally deficient human being would vote for the GOP. They are for the downfall of the world. They do not believe in making great climate change accommodations. They do not believe in equality, diversity, women's rights. They are for the downfall of a progressive civilization and world. And they may bring it about. I'm not saying that they're not going to win this and that the next 30 years aren't going to be the worst in humans' histories. It may be. I may go out, I may die during a very dark time in human history. And that's just a fact. You better just start dealing with that. Because they may win. And that's not an accident. The stories that you're seeing right now about Republicans pulling ahead in the polls, they may take back the Congress, those are intentional. Whether that's polling is correct or not, whether that was just one poll of eight people, it doesn't matter. What matters is the narrative. And the narrative is not an accident. It's not an accident that the New York Times today has a story that Republicans are pulling ahead in congressional races. That's not an accident. It's October, three weeks before an election. That's not an accident. It's nothing that's happening is an accident. Herschel Walker didn't just happen to run in Georgia. These things aren't accidents. Our education system is a failed system. It does not teach our children anything that they really need to know. They are terrified while they're at school that they're going to be shot. Many of them are hungry, underserved when it comes to internet, clothing, basic needs. Our school system is a wreck. It used to be that the rest of the world loved our public education system. Now it is horrifying would not send my kid to public school it's horrifying that's not an accident the funding to school districts and to teachers didn't just randomly get cut it wasn't like someone just woke up one day oh let's cut that these things are on purpose to create what we've got now which is the rich rising to a very high level of power and wealth and the poor dying Literally, dying of COVID, dying of poverty, dying in the cold because of energy prices, dying, literally dying. And the ones that aren't dying are divided and fighting. That's exactly the climate the wealthy want. That's exactly the climate the GOP wants. The wealthy up here insulated from it all and the poor people either dying or fighting. That's how they want it. The fact that we can't feed everyone in America isn't an accident because we can feed everyone in America. The fact that we don't have a national income, basic income, which we know would make Americans much happier and make us much more productive and increase our tax base and do all kinds of positive things. The fact that we don't have that is not an accident. And it's not just that we haven't voted in the right politician. No, none of that. We are in the mess we are in on purpose because it serves somebody. That somebody ain't you or I. Nothing done serves you or I. It serves 
a higher somebody, a somebody that you're not and will probably never be. Elon Musk is being served very well in today's economy. Mitch McConnell is being serviced very well in today's economy. Lindsey Graham is being serviced. Ugh, just the thought. But he is, and he can even afford hookers. Can you? These people are doing well. That's not an accident that they're doing well and you're not. It's not an accident that Donald Trump has not been prosecuted, has not been indicted, has not been thrown in jail for obvious criminal offenses. It's not an accident that he has not been indicted. It's not an accident that they got you all riled up with the January 6th committee hearings and then do nothing. That's not an accident. It's not random. All of this, all of it is done to serve the higher good of the ultra 1%. All of it. It's not an accident the power grid in Texas always fails, that California can't build an electrical system to withstand forest fires. It's not an accident that Lake Mead is almost empty and there's no water to fill it. There's nothing coming from the east. There's no water coming from the north. That's not an accident. They were too busy pumping oil through the pipes they needed to be pumping water through. None of this is an accident. What it is is the ultra-rich making sure that they are ultra-rich and then they thin out the population. They don't like all the, that there's all these people. And they're getting rid of them. Poverty is man-made. Poverty is not an accident. Homelessness is not an accident. The fact that they're out on the streets everywhere, that's not an accident because we could fix it. Well, there's no money to fix it. There's a, that's not an accident. You, you act like homelessness is like, oops, all of a sudden all these people are homeless. Oops, what do we do? Oops. No, they've been becoming homeless for the same reasons for decades. The economy tanks, they lose their housing, landlords raise rents, banks won't work with them. In other words, the rich cause homelessness. The same rich that don't want to pay taxes. To do what? Fix things like homelessness. This is not an accident. We did not get here because we automatically just fell off a cliff or something. We are here now. The, the, ignoring climate change all these years has not been an accident. They ignored it so they continued to rape. It's like we, Steve and I got gas yesterday in his car and he didn't have his credit card with him. I said, well, I'll get it and you can just you know pay me later. And to fill up was $80. That's not an accident. It's not an accident that OPEC's charging more money and reducing production. That's being done to both sway the election and to make more profits. The writing is on the wall. The internal combustion engine is over. That's over. Over the next in Nevada, they're gonna outlaw them in 2030. It's over. They're going away. But they're not going away instantly. So they're gonna make a ton of money off of oil before we stop using it. And we should have stopped using it 50 years ago, and it's not an accident that we didn't. In the 70s, when we lined up for gas under the Jimmy Carter regime, it was not, well, administration, it was not an accident that afterwards we didn't immediately shift to electric vehicles. We had the technology. The first vehicles in the late 
17, early 1800s were electric. We've had the technology for electric cars for almost 200 years. It's not an accident that they're internal combustion. The A in America is not for accident. Everything happening that's bad around you is happening for a reason. Bad customer service at a company is not an accident, and it's not the pandemic's fault. It's the company. They don't want to pay for more customer service. They don't want to pay for people in the United States. So when you call your roadside assistance on your progressive insurance, you get someone in Cambodia who can't help you because he can't communicate with you. That happened to me. Oh, at the food thing on Saturday, this nice man, I locked my keys in my, back, in my, in my top case of my motorcycle. And my keys and my phone and my wallet, everything. I was stuck there. Stuck in front of the top case, ember in the bag, with no way to start my bike or call anybody. A man saw this. He gave me his iPhone, said, call your insurance, call a locksmith, call whatever. I'm going to go get some food. I'll come back for my phone. He left me a brand new iPhone, and he went off. Didn't know me from Adam. Restored my faith in humanity. If I, if I knew who he was, I would, if I were rich, I would have I made his life if I was rich. If I were Bill Gates or Elon Musk, that man would now have a, over a million dollars. I mean it. I would just be like, here, here, have a good life. You deserve it. And when I opened his browser to try to find a locksmith, he had just donated to a food bank. I'm like, this guy's a freaking saint. Uh, anyway, not an accident. It's not an accident that meat and dairy destroy most of the atmosphere and yet we continue to feed it to you, even though we know it's unhealthy for you and you shouldn't eat meat and dairy. It's no accident. It's no accident that vegans and being a vegetarian is frowned upon and we're looked upon like we're a plague. At my birthday tea at the, high, at the Waldorf Astoria, they're charging us $200 for an eight-inch vegan birthday cake, which you can get for 50 bucks at... at uh, you know, you can make for $20. And for a non-vegan 8-inch birthday cake, is only $120. But for a vegan birthday cake, it's $200. That's no accident. They want to make it inconvenient to be healthy. Restaurants, you know, their menus aren't all... Pl Did you know in New York now, all hospitals are going plant-based? And every hospital should be plant-based. For God's sakes, it's a hospital. They should at least give you food that ain't going to kill you, but they will serve people ground beef or hamburger after they've had a coronary surgery. That's not an accident. The sicker they get you, the more you have to use the medical system. That's not an accident. It's cause and effect. USA is not a big accident. It's cause and effect. The cause is making several people very wealthy. The effect is you're not wealthy and you don't have services. It is not an accident that public transportation in the United States is the worst of any developed nation. That is not an accident. That's the auto manufacturers and oil companies and all of them making billions because you can't get around efficiently on your own. That's not an accident. Then here in Vegas, down every street, we don't have monorails, people movers, underground tunnels. That's not an accident that in your city, you don't have great public transportation. You don't have vehicles that will come and pick you up and take you places. That's not an accident. You, we have all of that now. We could have the greatest public transportation in the world. Other countries do. It's not an accident that we don't. Nothing I was going to talk about today 
is an accident. Woke War 3, that's not an accident. Vilifying intellectuals, vilifying science, vilifying those who are educated, vilifying those with empathy and compassion. That's not new. Hitler did it. Kings have done it. That's not new to vilify those who would not fight a war, to vilify those that want to come together to save things instead of destroy, who want to spread the wealth out instead of concentrate it. Vilifying those people is age old because it works. We honor Kanye West with our money and our attention, but not scientists who win Nobel Prizes. That's not a mistake. That's not an accident. It's not an accident that American news doesn't have any news in it. Fox News is not an accident. It makes money. It is profitable. They know it's profitable. They knew it would be profitable. It's not an accident. It's a well-planned right-wing radio being all that you hear is not an accident. They bought the stations. They bought the media companies. They did what they needed to do to make sure their message got out. So I want you to realize today that most of the negative stuff, anything that you don't have from government, anything that your society is lacking, anything that it's not doing for climate change, the public school system, all of it, None of that is an accident if it's broken or not working. If you call a corporation, you don't get good customer service, your products break, all of that, it's not an accident. They've gone cheap. All right, let's get to something fun. You can send me an email at askme, that's A-S-K-M-E, M-E, at Really Carell, uh, and I will answer. And here's the first one we're going to do. Dear Carell, I'm a successful woman in my 50s living in Los Angeles, and I love your show. Thank you. I remember you used to do advice uh, on air, and I could use some, okay? I have a great life here, but most of my family is either in Ohio or Hawaii. My parents divorced, and my mom moved away from Hawaii with, while my stepsisters and other family stayed. I just got back from a wedding reception there and found myself every day wondering why I went. These people idolized my dad, and I have a very different memory of him. He was, quite frankly, an a-hole to me and my mom. Plus, there's so many other differences between us now. They expected the same old me, and I'm, well, not. Now I'm spending all of my time in paradise wondering if it's me, if it's my thinking that needs adjusting, if something in my life or someone in my life isn't right. You get the point. Now I can't shake that maybe I'm not making the best choices here and that maybe my past isn't what it seemed. And I don't like that. What should I do? Wondering in La La Land. Well... You know, I'm not going to quote that you can never go back home, but you can never go back home. And I'm going to explain to you why. Because you're not the you that left. Just leaving a place changes you. But here's what I'm going to tell you right now that's going to give you some power today. Anyone that listening that might relate to that. You have the power and the obligation to say no. In other words, if you're sitting in a conversation that you don't like, and you can't steer that conversation in a direction that you want it to go, meaning, now I'm not saying that you, you, know, you can get out of every horrible conversation, you gotta have them sometimes with spouses, boss, children, whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you meet someone for coffee, and it's a family member, and they're going down a path that you don't wanna go, and you try to change it, and they won't leave. 
tell them you'll catch them later. You'll call them. You'll whatever. Leave. I am giving you today permission to leave. If you go to a wedding reception and you're not having a good time and you're sitting there wondering why you came and that you don't like most of these people anyway, really. Why are you there? Leave. Andrew Howard taught me this. We went to Big Bear for Christmas one time. We got there the day before Christmas Eve. We wanted to visit his family. Mom, dad was still alive, everything. And Christmas, the day before Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve was horrible. The, the, just mom and dad were not good. Dad was really horrible, racist, and just everything, homophobic. It wasn't fun. Christmas Day, we woke up, Andrew and I, at the Northwoods Inn. And I said, okay, what's the plan? Breakfast where? And then where are we going to go for pre He said, we're leaving. And I'm like, what? He's like, we're going home. We're going to see our dog. Because uh, they, oh, and they wouldn't let us bring Owen. We had a house there. Uh, and, that, and, and Allie, and that didn't sit well with him either. So he's like, we're going home. We're going to be with our dogs. We're going to have Christmas with each other. I'll make dinner. And that's what's happening. I'm like, Andy, what, you, know, what, you don't want to be here with your family and have a family Christmas? He's like, no, I don't actually. He's like, the last two days have been enough for me. I don't want to be around these people anymore. I don't want to talk about AIDS anymore. I don't want to talk about their attitude about AIDS anymore. I don't want to hear my dad call a black person the N-word anymore. I don't want, you know, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Let's go home. I didn't question him. We called family. They met us for breakfast. And we left. And that taught me a powerful lesson. You know, we were obligated to be there. We had RSVP'd. It was Christmas. And we left. Because Andrew said, I'm not going to spend time with these people anymore. I don't like these people when they're like this. And when they get together, they seem to be like this. I like them individually. I don't like them like this. And that taught me that no matter what situation you're in, ultimately you have permission to leave it. And here's another thing. You left someplace for a reason. Okay? This woman she left Hawaii for a reason or she left Ohio for a reason and went to California on her own. And we often forget, we romanticize when we get somewhere or around people and we forget why we left in the first place. We forget what it was that made us not like this person. We forget because we want to forget. We want to make it better. We want to assume it can all be good now. And then we get in the situation. What do you know? It's, it can't be good. Because some situations will never be good again. No matter how hard you try to fit them back together, to make it right, to make it work, to put that square peg in the round hole, it won't work. Stop trying. Stop trying. Especially when it comes to family. The holidays are coming up. My birthday is in 20 plus days. November 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th is my birthday, of course. Uh, but the, the celebration of the 4th, 5th, 6th, uh, 5th, 6th and 7th. And you know what? Be around people you want to be around. You're aging. Time is limited. Economies are going to fall. Governments are going to fall. We're, we're heading towards dark times. In your own life, you have the right to not be unhappy around people, around situations. You have the right to say, I've changed. I'm not the person you knew. And now this relationship, it doesn't work. You're, it's okay to say that. It's better to say that. 
If you have an old friend and you get together and now you realize why you were old friends, don't stay. Say, you know, this was fun. I got to go. Sorry, I've been called away. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, I am Carell. That's my advice if you want. Uh, my advice to her, don't worry about it. You left there for a reason. You don't talk to these people for a reason. And the next time you're in a situation like that, get out of it. Or better yet, don't get into it. I am Carell. You be who you want to be. Ask me. Ask me at reallycarell.com or ask down in the comments below. If there's any situation you want to, I will comment right down below. So comment below. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, please. Subscribe, subscribe. YouTube.com forward slash reallycarell. Support the show at Patreon and support the show at PayPal. That's at my website, reallycarell. It's all there for you. All right. Until Wednesday. God, these weeks. <laughs> the year is going to be over. It's going to be Christmas. Oh, sweet Jesus. It's the truth. It's going to be Christmas. And like, why don't, should we ask the computer how long before Christmas? Computer, how many days before Christmas? Oh, Lord, 69 days. No, I don't want to hear it. Christmas. Christmas. I don't want to hear anything. Go away. Get the Corel Cast app free at the App Store of your choice now.